Hello and welcome to another episode of Feel Clearer. First of all, I'd like to apologise for the delay between the last episode and this one. Secondly, I'd like to thank Susan and Ellie for their wonderful comments on the blog. Please write to me on the blog at feelclearer.podbean.com. I'd love to read any of your comments or suggestions. Also, if you have any particular issues you'd like to cover or focus on in future episodes, please, please write to me too. Today, we're going to look at more at how we define ourselves, and I'm going to talk about how we can protect ourselves from all the negative aspects of the world whilst accepting them and being happy and at peace. I find that in the modern world, a lot of people are searching for who they are, for ways to define themselves. We usually turn to our interests and hobbies for this. For instance, I enjoy to read and to write poetry. When I feel a little lost, I remind myself of this and of how it makes me feel about myself, and I feel slightly more sure of who I am. But this is not who we are, our real selves, which we are so often searching for is the part of us that turns us to poetry and to reading and to our hobbies. What I'm saying is that although our hobbies do make up part of our personality and our appearance to the world, they do not make up who we truly are. When we get trapped in this type of thinking, we leave ourselves prone to hurt and suffering. Let's say now that during the week, I write in the evenings between 5 and 6. For some reason, this is the only hour I have three to write. The next week something comes up, maybe my working hours have changed, or I have a longer commute to get to work or college or whatever. All of a sudden I find that I don't have that time to write anymore that I did have. For a few days this is alright, I can still think about what I will write when I get the time, but after a week or two of this, of only writing a little bit, I find myself lost. I defined myself because I wrote. I might have found myself thinking thoughts such as, I'm a good person because I enjoy poetry. When I don't have time to read or write poetry, therefore, I start to lose sense of self and thus start to become more prone to stress, anxiety and low self-esteem. Now, this is not to say that new experiences can't change us. We can all the time and everything we do changes who we are, but... At our core, we're always there. We're always the the same base instincts, base person, you know? And by doing new things and learning new things, we're just changing that, taking it in a new direction. Another way that we define ourselves is by how we feel. We often use our emotions as though they were names. For example, after a long day's work or school, one might say, I am worn out. After a disappointment, one might say, I am upset, or I am depressed. It is as though we are using these states as names for ourselves. It's as though we're saying, hello, my name is depressed. You know, we're, we're assigning it to ourselves. This is a much more powerful thing than you might think. Our names define who we are. When we meet someone new, we create first impressions from their name. And if they do not give a name, we don't offer as much trust to them. When we start naming ourselves after these negative states, we start to let them become us. We become them. These feelings are not titles. They are feelings. They are just that. They are a part of us, not the whole. People who are angry often internal victimize themselves. 
being especially harsh on themselves, calling themselves bad people when they're not. When we start to realize that our emotions are a part of us, a part of the picture, then we can begin to accept that we have different aspects. When we start to realize this, we can be much more comfortable within our own skin because even when we can't find time to do the things we love, or if we're stressed because of work or family issues, we can still know that we can always find the good in ourselves again. And that what you're experiencing at the time is just another aspect of the whole and does not fully define you. I hope this hasn't been too quick predict for you today. I'm going to finish with a relaxation. If you like, you can choose to meditate upon what I've said today. This is called mindfulness, and it's a great way to truly understand and apply teaching ideas to your own life. I do encourage you not to believe what I say just because I say it, but to meditate upon it and apply these ideas to your own life. If they work for you or bring you some happiness, then accept them. If you find they don't work for you, then that's fine. Maybe there's something you can glean from them in meditation anyway, or maybe they can inspire you to look closer at yourself and make up your own mind. Thanks for listening. If you aren't already, please lie or sit comfortably in a place where you won't be distracted for the next short while. Allow your eyelids to close and begin to bring your focus inwards. If you can breathe in and out through your nostrils, do so. But don't worry if you need to breathe through your mouth. Feel the sensation of air brushing past your skin as you inhale and exhale. Inhale into the ribs and exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Just let the breathing naturally relax and lengthen. Feel the breath moving down into your abdomen and lower lungs and slowly filling all the way up to your throat. If you listen to the episode on yogic breathing, you can use this technique here. Continue to inhale and exhale at your own pace. Just starting to consciously allow your lungs to reach their full capacity. Relaxing your body down into your chair or bed. Feel any tension in your brow release. In your eyelids. In your mouth. Your neck. And allow your entire body to relax down and down. I'm going to count from five to zero. On zero you will be completely relaxed and able to think clearly and openly. Five. Four. Sinking down. Three. Relaxing deeper. Two. One. Breathing deeply. And zero. Completely relaxed. 
You may stay here for as long as you like, allowing any images or thoughts to enter your mind and to leave again when you wish. You may think about anything that's on your mind at the moment, or that I've talked about today, such as using our emotions and states as names, and how there are many aspects to our true selves. I want you to be able to start feeling more secure about who you are and how you're in control. To finish this meditation at any point, just bring your focus back to your body and open your eyes when you're ready. Thank you again for listening. Namaste.